Hello, friend. I'm evangelist Michael McCurry. Thank you so much for joining me once again here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. We have a weighty subject, a serious undertaking in front of us. We've been talking yesterday about God's purpose for our life. And we realized from the story of Ruth and beginning with the character, the biblical account of Naomi, that sometimes it's hard to grasp his purpose for our life. I'll ask you if you would, if your Bible is nearby, would you open it to the book of Ruth? While you do that, I'm going to talk about a particular gospel track for about, oh, about a minute or so, and we'll jump into our Bible study this gospel track that I'm holding in my hand, it's called How Can a Person Be Away? It has a striking image of a firefighter on the front of it. And this particular gospel track actually has a lot of utility and has been very popular in Muslim countries. We've put hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them out in the Muslim country of Pakistan. If you can believe that, God has seriously, he's blessed this gospel track. We've seen many saved as a result. As I mentioned, the front cover having a striking image of a firefighter on it, it talks about how a firefighter, if you were in a burning building, could be your way of escape. You may look for another way out that window where that ladder and the fireman is there. And if you look for another way, really, you're taking your life into your hands. Well, friend, if you look for another way to heaven beside the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the only way of escape, the only way to get out of the clutches of a dam of the damnation of hell is to accept Accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and I advise you very strongly today to consider that thought. If you don't know Christ as Savior, please order this gospel tract, or you could text me at this phone number, 309-316-7240. I'll give you that number one more time in just a moment, but if you do not know Christ as Savior, please go to our website, BibleTractsInc.com. Dot org, or I'd love to converse with you. Text me at 309-316-7240. Get this gospel track for free at BibleTracksInc.org. Now, turn to the book of Ruth, if you would. We have much to cover today. The book of Ruth, chapter number one. I won't go too deep into re recollecting what we talked about, but realize that to bring you up to speed, Naomi was married to a man named Elimelech. She and her two sons went to the heathen country, to the Israelites' mind frame, the heathen country of Moab. They spent 10 years there. In that time, her husband died. Her sons took wives of the Moabites, Orpah and Ruth were their names, and then Malon and Chilion, her two sons, Naomi is left with not a man in the house. Elimelech dies, her two sons die, and she begins the long journey back home. She convinces Orpah to go back to her people, but Ruth says, I'm not going anywhere. And here we pick up the account as they trudge into the small town, the city of Bethlehem. Verse number 19 of chapter 1, So they two went, until they came to Bethlehem, and it came to pass, when they were come to Bethlehem, that all the city was moved about them. This was big news. This was a happening. Realize Naomi had left behind family. She had left behind friends in this small town of Bethlehem. All of the city was moved about them. And they said, Is this 
Naomi. We talked about it yesterday, but this was not a joyous reunion. Is this Naomi? It's so great to see you. No, it was, is this Naomi? Can that really be her? And she said unto them, this is Naomi speaking, verse 20, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. Now, may I be very careful in how I say this parenthetically. This is not really the theme or the thought for today, but I would be very careful about changing names that God has given. Naomi, her name means pleasant, even beautiful. And she changes her name to the very epitome, the personification of the word bitterness. Call me not Naomi. You can almost hear the angst and the irritation and the frustration and the grief in her voice as she tells all those people looking on with their hands covering their mouths. Is this Naomi? Call me not Naomi. Call me Mara. And then what does she say? For the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. She continues in verse number 21. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then called ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me? Verse number 22. So Naomi returned. And Ruth the Moabitess, remember Ruth was right beside her, and heard everything that she said. Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law, with her, which returned out of the country of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of barley harvest. May I say this very plainly to you? As we look here at the sad beginning to this particular Bible account, that God had brought Naomi to where she was. God had brought her there on purpose. God was not surprised by anything that was going on in Naomi's life. God did not do a... A, a, a double take and think, oh my goodness, what have I done? I, I, I got my, the time got away from me. I turned my head for, to, for 10 years and all of a sudden Naomi has lost her husband and her two sons and, and now she's all, she's sad. She's grieving. She's, she wants to change her name. No, 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 friend. God was not surprised. And may I furthermore say he has never been surprised by anything you've gone through either. I'll be honest with you, I wanted to get to this point yesterday in the broadcast and I ran out of time. So if I left you on a grief-stricken cliffhanger as we talked about the story of Naomi yesterday, I apologize. But today, I, let, I get to let it all out. Naomi was exactly where God wanted her to be because God brought her there on purpose. And can I say, friend, to you as well, even if you have brought a Moab experience on yourself, even if your mistakes, your problems, your lack of trust in God, you figuratively leaving the perfect plan of God, a la a Bethlehem, and going because of a, a perceived bad times or a figurative famine, you went outside of God's will and you've now come back. God knows all of that, and he's brought you to where you are on purpose. May I share a personal anecdote? It was the beginning of 2018, thereabouts, not too long ago. 
feels like a lifetime ago, but not that long ago, my wife began to have some issues, some odd sensations in her legs. Those of you that have dealt with restless leg syndrome, you probably would have some idea of the types of things she felt. Maybe some tingling, hot and cold sensations. Nothing too major, but just a minor annoyance at this point. Very soon after she started having those sensations, we discovered she found that she was with child. We already had our oldest, who some of you may have heard on the radio not too long ago, Emmy Jane McCurry, was already a member of our family. But now we were excited to know that a second child was on its way. We didn't even know. A boy or a girl? What, what, what will it be? We were so excited. As the pregnancy progressed, so too did the symptoms of what was going on with her legs. It seemed to get worse and worse as the child grew and grew. Of course, all the OBGYNs and all the doctor's visits, you know how all those things go. They want you to have so many visits in the first trimester and so many in second and so on. And So every visit we went to, we talked about these things, talked about with different doctors, and they all, with one voice, said, it'll just, it'll get better. Once the baby is born, maybe these are just hormonal things, body changes, all of those things, it will get better. It did not get better. It got worse and worse and worse. And they assured us, as soon as you have the baby, you will be a-okay. It's just the stresses and the strain and all those things. Well, it got to a place where my wife could barely walk. Those hot and cold sensations turned excessively painful. She lost mobility completely in her legs. She could barely, basically could not lift them. To get out of bed, she had to elbow her way and almost pick her legs up. Those of you that have dealt with any situation like that, you know what I'm talking about. And then the day came. December 28th, 2018, Lucy Louise McCurry was ushered into the world. My wife is a trooper, and even through all these things and searching for answers and all everything we were going through, she gave birth this beautiful red-headed girl. We were so excited. Of course, we were promised everything was going to get better. It did not. It came to a head some three days after, December 31st of 2018. We decided we had to have answers. We went to the emergency room. Now, I'll say this a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but if you're going to go to the emergency room on December 31st, make sure you get there when we did. 7 p.m. is a pretty good time because they are overstaffed and all of the drunks have not yet gotten there from all of their uh, injuries that they brought on themselves after leaving New Year's Eve parties and all of those things. So I say that a little bit facetiously, but the Lord had brought us to where we were on purpose. He gave us the exact right ER doctor, and I think he had a, 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 a sensation, a, a diagnosis building in his mind even before she went back, my wife did for the MRI, but when she got back and the results were read, he told us, we ended the year with a bang, I say that again very sarcastically, found out at 11.48 p.m., I remember because I had just looked at a clock, 11.48 p.m. on December 31st, we had been sitting there for almost five hours, found out that my wife had a seven-inch tumor wrapped around her spine, cutting off all nerve endings. 
It was right about mid-chest level. It was in such a place that she could have lost all functionality about her armpit length or uh, armpit height or so and down. But the thought that I'll be completely upfront and frank with you, the thought that God brought me in the midst of amazing peace was that God, that he had brought us to where we were on purpose. I don't say what I'm saying right now to diminish the problems you're going through. There are people listening to me right now that have gone through far and amazingly worse things. But can I say this? God's got you where you are on purpose. We're going to continue this discussion. Please, please join me tomorrow and the rest of this week here in the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.